Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I am bringing you today's word for April 7th, 2020. This week is Passion Week. This Friday is Good Friday. This Sunday coming up is Easter Sunday, Resurrection Sunday. So I'm talking about Jesus and the road that he took to the resurrection. On today, the message is entitled, The Pain on the Path to Your Purpose. I want to talk to you today. God wants me to talk to you today about the pain that you will encounter on the path to your purpose. I know this is not something we like to talk about. I would rather, you know, go around the pain. I would rather get exonerated from the pain. But the truth is that we are not exonerated. Just because you're born again, it doesn't mean that everything is going to be easy. It just means that God will never leave you. He will never forsake you. He will never turn his back on you. Everything that you face, you will face it with him and with his grace on your life. Say amen to that. All right, so today, instead of reading John 18 verses 1 through 10, I'm going to walk you through what happened in those 10 verses. In John chapter 18, we find Jesus. He is in a grove of olive trees. Judas, his betrayer, knew the place well. So Jesus frequented that place with his disciples. And so while he was there, Jesus was there praying Judas led a contingent of Roman soldiers and temple guards armed with blazing torches and weapons and swords and stuff to the grove. It's kind of like a movie, right? The Bible is better than the movies, by the way. So Jesus knew what was going to happen. And so instead of fighting against it, Jesus stepped up and said, who are you looking for? And the guards and the soldiers were like, Jesus of Nazareth. And then Jesus said, okay, I am he, but he said, I am he. Remember the I am, right? So he's kind of like, he slipped in that I am. And when he said, I am he, the soldiers, the Bible says, they fell down. It's like they fell down on their knees. They fell down on on their faces. I was like, oh, snap. And and it's like, it dawned on them in that moment (laughs) that they were in, like, they were like skiing above, uh, ahead of their skis, right? So they were, they were in a situation that they could not handle. They got themselves into something that's like, like, whoa, what were we thinking? It was in that moment that they, they realized, they recognized, they acknowledged that they were about to arrest the son of God. It's like when Jesus said, I am he, like when he said, I am, boom, the power of God was released and they fell down. And, and so Jesus looked at them and said, you know, it, it's fine. He, as they drew back, he says again, listen, who are you looking for? And they said, Jesus of Nazareth. And he was like, okay, I am. It's fine. I told you that I am he. This, And then he said this. Jesus said, I'm the one you want. Let the others go. And the Bible says that Jesus did this in order to fulfill his own statement. I did not lose a single one of those that you gave me. When Jesus was praying in John 17, he was like, hey, Father, I just want you to know, I didn't lose not a single one of the ones that you gave me. Now, while this was going on, and while Jesus knew what was going on, Peter did not, right? Because Jesus was operating in spiritual discernment, and Peter was not. So Peter was not about to let Jesus get arrested without a fight. Jesus was seeing this through God's eyes. Peter was looking at this as a mere man. So Peter pulls out his sword. He was like, oh, heck no, this ain't, gonna, this ain't going down like this. He pulls out a sword, he walks up to one of the men and he slashes the guy's ear off. 
and, and his name was Malchus. And uh, Malchus was a servant of the high priest. And so he was there representing the high priest and bam, he got his ear cut off. And so the ear falls to the ground. Peter was obviously looking at the situation in the natural and Jesus was not. Jesus was on an assignment from the father. Jesus was ready to die by grace and Peter would, you know, was not ready to let this thing happen. So Jesus walks over, looks at Peter kind of crazy, picks up the ear and walks over to Malchus and reattaches the ear to the guy's head, puts it back on. It was like, that's fine. I can, I'm going to allow myself to be arrested. So what does this mean to you today? I have three things to share with you on this morning. As I share these three things with you, I want you to open up your heart to hear what God is saying. There's a voice behind my voice. There's a word behind my word. While I'm speaking, at the same time, the Holy Spirit will be speaking to you. So open up your heart to hear what the Holy Spirit is saying specifically to you from this message. Three things. Number one, here we go. Jesus allowed himself to be arrested. I made this point before, but it's worth bringing up again. Jesus knew that Judas and the Roman soldiers were coming for him and he allowed, he had to allow it. He allowed himself to be arrested. No man could do anything to Jesus without his permission. A few days ago, or maybe a couple of weeks ago, we looked at Matthew 26 and 53, where Matthew uh, documented this same account, but he wrote something down that John did not. Uh, uh, in Matthew's account, Jesus said, do you not know? <laughs> Listen, he's like, I'm letting you guys arrest me, but don't you know that I can call to the father and he will send to me 12 legions of angels, right? 12 legions of angels. And I told you that a legion in biblical times was anywhere from 4,000 to 6,000 soldiers. So Jesus was saying, listen, man, I'm just, just so you know, I'm letting you do this because I'm not afraid of your power. I have real power at my disposal. I can ask my father and he could send more than 50,000 angels. Now, in, in the Bible, there's documented evidence of what one angel can do. Imagine 50,000 angels. But here's my point. Jesus had to allow it. Jesus allowed it, and he accepted the pain on the path to his purpose. The Roman soldiers, they knew what, what as soon as Jesus said, I am, boom, they fell to the ground. They realized that they couldn't do anything with Jesus unless Jesus allowed it. And But Jesus did. Why? Because Jesus was focused on his purpose. He was ready to accept the punishment of the cross, a horrific death, all because of you, all because of me. And that's what Easter Sunday is all about. Just let me just kind of slide this in real quick. Easter Sunday has nothing to do with bunny rabbits or colorful eggs or anything like that. Easter Sunday is about the blood, is about the blood that was shed for us and about the fact that we, we serve a living Savior, that we have an empty tomb and God raised Jesus from the dead. But we would have no Easter Sunday without a Good Friday. We would not have the resurrection if Jesus was not willingly open to accept the pain associated with the cross. So Jesus accepted the pain because it was part of his purpose. Part of Jesus's purpose was to open the door to our purpose, to my purpose, to your purpose. Jesus did what he did. So Oh, let me say it this way. If Jesus had not done what he did, we, there would be no hope for us. But you and I, we have hope. We have hope every day because of Jesus. Even in the middle of a global pandemic, even in the middle of COVID-19, God never said, listen, look at me. God never said it would be easy. Period. 
God never promised us a perpetual picnic. God never said that once you're born again, you're not going to have to go through anything. Matter of fact, once you're born again, you may have to go through more than you ever thought you were ever going to go through, but you're not going to do it on your own. You're going to do it by the grace of God. There is pain associated with your purpose and you must be willing like Jesus to accept the pain, to endure the pain, to overcome the pain because the grace of God is on you to do it. We ask God for less pain. And what God does is says, no, I'm not going to reduce the pain. I'm going to increase the grace. Instead of giving you less pain, God gives you more grace. We have the grace. You have the grace. Look at me. The grace of God is on you to endure and to overcome everything that you will encounter on the road to your purpose, just like Jesus did. Jesus overcame the pain on the road to his purpose, and you and I must do the same. Number two, our fight is not against flesh and blood. Our fight is not, listen, we're in a spiritual thing. The, even this whole thing with, with COVID-19, coronavirus, this is spiritual. Jesus was being arrested. Peter put up a fight because Peter was looking at this thing from a natural point of view. Peter cut the guy's ear off. Jesus put the ear back. Jesus was like, no, this is not a natural thing. This is a spiritual thing. Jesus was being led of the Holy Spirit in all things. And and just like Jesus, listen, the Holy Spirit, when you're led of the Holy Spirit in everything, the Holy Spirit is going to lead you to do stuff that doesn't make sense. Like Peter just couldn't understand why Jesus was allowing himself to be arrested. The Holy Spirit will lead you to do things that don't make sense, which is why you need spiritual discernment. You must be in tune with the Holy Spirit so that God can reveal to you why you're going through what you're going through. Others may not understand it, just like Peter did not understand it, but living by faith will cause you will require you to endure things and then have us do it with a smile on your face while other people think you're crazy. While other people think like, why, why is he doing that? Why is she doing that? Listen, because God will reveal things to you and then he'll tell you, don't say nothing. <laughs> it's like, don't defend yourself. Don't explain yourself. Don't justify yourself. Just do what I tell you to do. But God, they're talking about me. doesn't matter. Don't say nothing. But God, they think I'm crazy. doesn't matter. Don't say nothing. Listen, this is what happens when you're living the life of the Holy Spirit. When you're led of the Holy Spirit, you're living from a God point, point of view, you're operating with divine discernment, then, then you're just going to be led of God. In this season, right now, while the world is dealing with COVID-19, a global pandemic, this is a great time for you to be in tune with the Holy Spirit. This is a great time. Right now, your schedule is probably messed up. Your, 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 your um, routinely uh, uh, scheduled programming has been interrupted. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So this is a great time for you to spend time with the Holy Spirit to get spiritual discernment, and you will be amazed at what the Holy Spirit can reveal to you in this season. You can get some, some nuggets right now in this season that are going to help you to succeed in life for the rest of your life. Why? because you're not doing the things that you were normally doing. Your schedule has been interrupted. Now God can get your attention because before you were way maybe too focused on other things. So you are a spirit. If you're born again, you have God's spirit inside of you and God wants to communicate with you spirit to spirit. Let him do it in this season. Number three, and finally, there are promises waiting for you on the other side of the pain. Look at me. I got to tell you, there are promises waiting for you on the other side of the pain. Jesus accepted the cross because it was part of his assignment. The cross was not the end of Jesus, but he needed to go through it. Like I said, we could never celebrate Jesus on Easter Sunday if we didn't go or if he didn't go through the pain associated with Good Friday. So he had to go through the pain 
and we will have to go through the pain. There is a certain level of pain associated with our purpose, and we must be willing to endure the pain that is set before us because the grace of God is on us to do it. There will be times, I'm being honest with you, where you will have to endure some difficult, some painful situations, but the grace of God is on you to do it, that you you can keep going. You can press through it. You will not give up. You will not cave in. You will not quit. There is a promise waiting for you on the other side of the pain. Let me close with Hebrews 12 and two. The Bible says that we must never stop looking to Jesus. He is the leader of our faith. He is the one who makes our faith complete. Watch this. The, the Bible says Jesus suffered death on a cross, but he accepted the shame associated with the cross as if it were nothing. Why? The Bible says because of the joy that he could see waiting for him on the other side of the pain. Listen, while Jesus was being slapped, while he was being hit with a cat of nine tails 39 times, while, while they took a thorn, a, a, a crown of thorns and pushed it down into his head to where he was bleeding, while he was physically debilitated, carrying that cross up there to Golgotha's hill, while they nailed they put nails, I mean like railroad spikes through his hands and through his feet and they put him up there on the cross while he was suffering. The Bible says that he did it. He did it, why? Because he was able to see the joy that was waiting for him on the other side of the pain. What was that joy? Let me tell you, that joy was you. Jesus looked through down through the annals of time. He was looking down 2,000 years later and he saw your face. Jesus went to the cross for you. Jesus went to the cross for me and he endured everything that he endured because he said there is joy waiting for me on the other side and that joy was me and that joy was you and the joy, we are Jesus's joy. So let's live our lives in honor of his death. Let's live our lives in honor of his sacrifice. Let's think about, especially this week, what Jesus did for me, what Jesus did for you, and you should never cease to give God praise for his son. Listen, there's a promise waiting for you on the other side of the pain. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I want you to lift up your voice and speak this over your life. Say, Father, I thank you for sending your son, Jesus the Christ, to die in my place. Jesus willingly accepted his fate. He voluntarily went to the cross. He did it for me. No man took Jesus's life because no man ever could. Jesus accepted the pain associated with the cross because he was thinking of me because he knew there was a promise waiting for him on the other side of the pain. Like Jesus, I have the grace to press through challenging times, knowing, Father, that you have great and precious promises waiting for me on the other side. The road to Jesus' resurrection was not without pain. The road to my purpose will not be pain-free either, but I shall not stop. Like Jesus, I endure the pain for the joy that is waiting for me on the other side. And in the end, 
I shall receive and enjoy the fulfillment of every promise you have ever made to me. I declare this by faith in Jesus name. Amen. This is today's word. Please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, go to todaysword.org. There's a big red subscribe button. Click on it, subscribe, get the messages. They're going to be a blessing to you. I know, I know it would be a lot better if I didn't have to talk about pain, but the truth is that this is real life. We serve a real God that will help you through real situations. The grace of God is on you to endure the pain associated with your purpose. And there's a joy waiting for you on the other side of the pain. Do me a favor. Please share this message right now on your social media, on your timeline with your friends. I love you. God loves you more. Leave me a comment or two if these messages have been a blessing to you. I'll see you tomorrow morning. God bless you.